drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in, man. Detroit Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, what's going on everybody, this is your host Eric, we're right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, coming at you for all the loyal, die-hard, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, let me fill up that glass before we get started, drink it in, uh... side of cornbread, cornbread, make it a double, This is the flagship show. This is the Brian Branch, my boy, Brian Branch, and the Detroit Lions episode. Big win to talk about against the Atlanta Falcons, and we can't do it without the one and only at Chops and the D Chops. You're back. We got a Dubsky. Your quarterback played well. Our defense showed up big. And we're heading to Lambeau. Big show, buddy. How you doing? Oakry, it's a great day to be a Lions fan. We are 2-1. We are headed into Lambeau with the opportunity to take the division by the horn and just run with it. The offense is clicking. The defense is balling. It's great to be a Lions fan. woo Let's go! <laughs> it is big time... Uh... Kool-Aid is flowing. People are jacked up. This is going to be a really fun show. Um, Everybody out there, before we get this thing rolling, we really don't have any time to mess around, as I always say. So we're not going to tell you about our work day. You don't need to know about what's going on with the fam, our schedules, uh, how we're feeling, what the weather's like. But uh, one thing off the top, we are trying to tweak some different audios and whatnot. So we're trying to get chops. Let's see if I can do it uh, to your quality. We're trying to get that right so it sounds as good as possible. Trying some different mics. So we'll see how it goes. And Chops, if it doesn't work, I mean, uh, I can always just do this. <laughs> we always got that one in the back pocket because we know the people uh, feel this way about it. Hashtag Choppy Liking. <laughs> Chops, we, we can't mess around. Let's get into this Atlanta ball game. Let's give some shout outs to the loyal diehard incredibly loud Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers that were at Ford Field. And then let's talk about the Detroit Lions heading to Cheddarville, heading to get the mozzarella sticks and give it to them and take them down in Green Bay on Thursday. Let's do this, buddy. Okay, it's a short week. We got to get in the, the takes on the Atlanta game and quick turnaround, just like the Lions. Not No time to practice, no time to get into it because Green Bay is right around the corner back on prime time football. So let's go. All right, let, let's do this, man. In, in the last couple of weeks, we've been doing like the Oakry notes where I went through every play. I wrote down everything. I wrote times. I wrote, um, you know, downs and distances and this and that. Really what I want to do is say shout out to the defense. I mean... Chops, have we got this set yet that he's uh, my boy, 
Brian Branch. We, we agree on that, right? We adamantly disagree on that because he's <laughs> my boy, Brian Branch. You know this. The people know this. The dude has the best first name in all of football, and he's a baller. Do, do we have to go back to the audio footage where I was live while you were out, you know, swimming in the ocean or doing something where I was calling Brian Branch for the Detroit Lions and then Brad Holmes saw my Twitter and he jumped up to get this kid from the Green Bay Packers, mind you, um, or previous shows where I was talking about him in the draft, safe prospect when you get him. I even said maybe take him at 18. Do we have to do all that or we can just say that he's my boy, Brian Branch? Well, listen, we can go back into the audio someday, but the people don't want to hear this any longer about whose boy he is. All we know is this dude is a straight up baller. He's the people's boy. Brian Branch, 11 tackles, ridiculous plays, three tackles for loss, two pass defenses. The guy was all over the field. And honestly, I was nervous about having, not having CJ. That's my GJ. And you know what? All those worries vanished because my boy, Brian Branch was all over the field, (laughs) filling the role, playing the nickel, doing whatever we needed him to do and just balling out. Chops, I think you said he's the people's boy. And you know that we do the pod for, the people and the people consist of the millions <laughs> but what i want to talk about are are some other ballers in this ball game like like i don't know like maybe this guy unleash Hutch. <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson. <laughs> like this dude showed up large he was he was he was pushing the pocket he had had so many pressures he gets two sacks he breaks out the stanky leg dance. I mean, that guy was balling. And Chops, I know you want to go on and on about this guy that's now your boy. I'm not sure either of us would have taken him in the draft process, but we're very happy to have him. And that's Sam Laporta. Because I don't know about you, but I think me and many Kool-Aid drinkers are Laporta supporters. You see what I'm doing there? You feel me? Yeah, I, I, you know what? I got to give you some kudos because that is a phenomenal nickname. You're a Sammy Laporta supporter <laughs> because this dude is ridiculous. He's breaking all these kinds of records for rookie tight ends. He's only three games in. You know, I think Jared Goff may have gone in and said today that he trusts this guy just as much as he trusts Amon Ra when it comes to needing a big catch and a big down. Dude, the kid is three games in and he's balling. Eight receptions, 81 yards, a touchdown, a 45-yard long catch. This kid is ridiculous. He's slot right into our number two receiving role, and I'm absolutely here for it because you're right. On draft day, I was kind of like, yeah, right. Like, I know we (laughs) traded TJ. I was ready to roll with Brock. But, man, Brad Holmes got a steal in Sammy Laporta in round number two. He he did. I mean, again, this is the Kool-Aid cast, so we've been known to have a little hyperbole, a little hype, a little rumor innuendo, a little bit of uh, just Kool-Aid serving. But it, it is funny how these guys only played two, three ball games in the National Football League, and we've got, we've got them in gold jackets. We've already determined who they are. We're already making uh, my boy, Brian Branch, the defensive rookie of the year. I think we need to sort of just let these guys play ball, but they have been very consistent, high producers. I mean, Chuck, Let's get back to how 
how this ball game went. I mean, a, a little field goal by the Lions to start it. Then the Atlanta came back and got a field goal. But but then from that moment on, I feel like this was the Detroit Lions ball game. I mean, take me through this play. A play action fake. Goff rolls to his left, throws back to his right to Sammy Laporte for 45-yard tug, and the guy is absolutely wide open, schemed up by Ben Genius. I mean, he walks in the end zone. I cannot remember if this was a tight spiral by your boy, but he did get it to him, and Laporta made the catch. Big-time touchdown. Loved it. Yeah, phenomenal play all around. Just a great design. And I think I think Goff's reaction at the end of that play said it all. He just kind of like shrugged his shoulders, looked right over at Ben Genius and was like, uh, yeah, thanks, buddy. Great scheme. Uh, amazing play call at the right time. Sam Laporta. And it was an absolute dime thrown by my boy, Jared Goff. Uh, right to Samuel Laporta, wide open, almost reminded me of that JMO play where his first touchdown last year, just no one even within like 20 yards of the guy. No idea what Atlanta's doing. That's how smart Ben Genius is. And uh, Samuel Laporta with his first career touchdown as a Detroit Lion and an NFL pro. Fantastic touchdown, play. Detroit Lions! Thank now, you, I'm, Dan Miller. I may or may not uh, release... The uh, live audio, I I threw on a wireless mic during this ball game and got some of my reactions that may go up on Detroit Kool-Aid Select for all you subscribers to to hear at some point if I can find time to edit it. But I do think there was a point during that recording where most people on this show think I only say when I'm right or say when I nail things. I think I did mention before this touchdown, I was like, man, I love what Sam Laporta's doing, that he feels like a chain mover. He feels like a guy that uh, catches everything, will run after the catch, but I don't see him being a big play type tight end. And then somehow we cut him loose for this 45 five-year touchdown um, definitely caught me by surprise but a five play 75 yard drive in only a minute 27 uh, have to love it and, and like you know before going into half all we do is get another field goal a little chip shot we probably should have a touchdown so 13-3 basically heading into the into the break and then uh, you know, what can we say more about this defense, though? I'm talking about Benito Jones with a sack. I'm talking about Charles. Charles Harris coming off the edge. I mean, we already mentioned Hutch. We already mentioned my boy, Brian Branch. Um, who, who else was balling? I mean, uh, just everybody on this defense. Talk about the linebackers. Talk about the the defensive line push. Talk about Honey Bun, a.k.a. Mac, a.k.a. Twinkle Toes, a.k.a. Aleem the Dream, a.k.a. formerly Big Plump, a.k.a. thinner, slimmer plump, Aline McNeil. Take whatever you want, Choppy, go. Oh, my gosh. There's so much to get into. Okri, six players with sacks in this game. Aiden Hudson, of course, with two. Um, Super impressed with Jack Campbell. Again, six tackles. Um, I think it was two tackles for loss with the sack. A nice QB hit there. Um, You know, that guy, again, all over the place. And again, Brad Holmes, rookie draft, is balling out. 
Brad Holmes knows what he is doing. Brian Branch, Jack Campbell. Dude, we even got to see a little, I know we're not on the offensive side of the ball yet, but we got to see a little uh, a little bit of your boy Sanders still uh, on the O-line. We can get more into that later, but dude, this ball, this defense was balling out. Anzalone was with his Thor hair flying everywhere, was everywhere. Um, you know, Tracy Walker was kind of, quiet quote unquote like nothing really jumped out but he had a nice pass defense six total tackles like you know he he fit in he had a, it was a nice little homecoming for him to get back into that starting role too so Aaron Glenn shut down all the naysayers after what happened against Seattle and to not allow a touchdown to the to who were, were the undefeated Atlanta Falcons who were balling out everybody's worried oh my gosh are we gonna make Desmond Ritter look like Patrick Mahomes Absolutely not. We're going to shut him down. We're not going to let him score a touchdown. And we just balled, baby. So a couple quick things, Chops. Uh, a lot of the Kool-Aid drinkers out there, they find me on Twitter at Derek Okri, and they, they, they make me keep people accountable on this show, even though we all screw up names, we all mess up, we all uh, uh, misspeak at times. But I know I'd get stuff from Brian Ives and a million other people if I didn't correct you that you said Sanderstill. Now, I love my boy Mikey Sanderstill from Michigan Wolverines. I think you're talking about Sorsdahl, who's not my boy. I don't mind him. He seems like a good guy, but he's an interior guard, offensive tackle. So you can have him if you want. He did step up. Up in a pinch, I'll get. I'll give you that. Um, but a lot of other guys seem to ball. I think our boy now, not come draft day, but now that you see this kid, know what he's all about. I mean, I was rocking a two six game cut jersey. I thought he looked really good offensively. But uh, I want to go back to defense and defense in the first half and talk about my guy. Derek Barnes. I mean, again, a great first name, poor spelling, but this dude is starting to show the physical beast that he is. He's out there a lot. He's making plays. He had a sack early in this game. He flashes on tackles. He punishes people when he gets to the football. I absolutely love what I'm seeing from Derek Barnes. So does Pro Football Focus, grading him one of the top-graded Lions. And uh, he's really starting to come in to be a nice player. And he's not a player that has to be this all-time starter. He's not a big ego guy. But, man, he is going to be a very nice piece for this defense and uh, fit in right in there with with Fabio and Reward when they really get rolling. I mean, it's coming to be a nice, fun um, linebacker core. And gosh, I mean, we don't even want to write off our our guy either. I mean, he's still out there as well. Rodrigo! That was the sound drop. Here's the live version. Rodrigo! Here's the sound drop. Rodrigo! Here's the live version. Rodrigo! I mean, like, it's, it's we're rolling on defense. And, and we haven't talked about Cam Sutton. I mean, Tracy Walker still has those Nike Crisco gloves on. But other than that, he, he played a nice ball game, except he dropped two picks. Other than that, I like the swagger and, and the mentality he brought. Uh, this defense just balled out when we thought they weren't. I even came into this game like, oh, man, I'm a little worried because Arthur Smith is one of those kind of no BS, like gadgety, gimmicky type coaches. I thought he might have a little something for us, but he had absolutely nothing. He couldn't run the football. He didn't stay with the run. He couldn't, they couldn't block our D line. They couldn't throw the football on us. I mean, I just loved everything about this early in the football game. And, and Chops, I know I hit you with a lot there, but I just want to tee you up, man. Fourth quarter, 9.50 on the clock. 
Ya boy, Jared Goff thinks that he's Jalen Hurts all of a sudden with a zone read, pulls the football, scores a touchdown, puts us up 20-3. to This game was already on cruise control. Even more so after 16, kind of stumbles his way into the end zone. You can talk about that. What I'd really like you to talk about is the stumble, the quack duck that he threw into the crowd, and then the two-inch vertical that he used to try to get up on the uh, side panel to the fans. Then he blamed the crowd for not letting him jump. He tried two attempts. I I would like him to redeem himself with a Lambo leap, but I don't know how that's going to go for him. Uh, Talk about your quarterback. Oh my gosh! You know, you you couldn't have just introed and let let it be like the guy balled out today, but you yep. had to you had to go and knock him. And I'll be the first one to say that he went out and it's all over Twitter. He's the one that admitted his leap was terrible. His his throw into the crowd wasn't the greatest. He's like, yeah, I got to get better at that. My my jump. He's like, I had to have the fans help me. I had to, had to get a second attempt. I don't care if he can't jump into a crowd. You know what I do care about? I do care about that he can throw touchdown passes to Sammy Laporta. I care that he's going to be able to scramble a little bit and have a nice little three-ride run touchdown. You know it's a good day in Detroit when Jared freaking Goff is running the ball into the end zone, okay? You know we got the O-line. You know that we got the play (laughs) schemed up when that guy's rolling out and running for it. And again, he just dropped dimes. One bad pass with the interception, but other than that, the dude just balled Again, he is the guy that we all... Oh, wait, no, 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 not we all. Scratch that. He's the guy that the conductor of the hashtag golf train has been trying to tell you people that he was from day one. And now maybe, maybe people are starting to get on board. I know your ticket is... Uh, you've been waiting for that ticket at the at the window to get punched. But you know what? I'm still not really giving it to you because this guy is ready to take us to the playoffs. Chops, I, I got a hot take for you here on the show. You ready for this? Bring it to me. All right. So I just I threw your quarterback under the bus. You maneuvered it as I thought you will. You didn't talk about the time you missed Khalif Raymond deep. You didn't really give the pick any type of issue, even though it was another horrible throw. Throughout the game, um, spirals are questionable, but he, he's putting the ball on people. I tweeted out, this dude looks so comfortable on the football field nothing phases him he loves his teammates coaches um you know makes the plays that need to be there um isn't costing us games helping us win ball games the way that he does more than like a 50 million dollar star quarterback does on other teams so i'm here to tell you choppy that I have come to the realization that I am ready to extend Jared Goff. I'm ready to pay Jared Goff uh, consistent money to be here for another three, four years. I'm also okay with our boy H2O Hendon Hooker being a just tremendous NFL backup with starter upside that can play when he's healthy and when he's needed. But... 16's our quarterback. He does what he needs to do. He's smart. He knows the offense. He gets the football to places that he needs to. Let's let's pay this man a reasonable sum. Let's slot him where he should be as an NFL quarterback. Probably in the, uh, you know, you're probably going to have to pay him like top eight, but I'd hope maybe top 10, top 12. You could get him and extend him for multiple more years, have him settle up in D, in Detroit and feel good about it. So there you go. I, can I get a ticket now on this golf train or no? 
Well, it's about damn time that you admitted that we should extend this guy. I I accept, humbly accept, your uh, request to join the hashtag golf train. Let's get this guy extended because I agree, Oakry. He's he's paired up with Ben Genius. He's got the right mentality. He's getting the talent around him in the draft. Um, he's you know he's coaching up the young the young pups uh, with the way he wants them to catch the ball and the run routes and all that fun stuff. He's putting in the extra work. The guy's just a consummate pro and I'm ready to have him here in Detroit for years to come. Love it, man. We've come a long way, you know, from, uh, from uh, I don't know, this. I don't want your Bula Bula support when it comes to Jared Goff. You don't get to join the <laughs> Goff train. You're off, bro. You're off. <laughs> to you now allowing me on, but me wanting to get on, me deciding that it's a worthwhile train to get on as well as this guy's worthy to be paid. He loves it here. Fan base is taken to him. You can win with this player, especially with a good team around him. You just need to get him to sign for a appropriate amount so that we can keep people like Amon Ra and Penne and all the other ballers that we got coming up through the pipeline. So, Choppy, this was a 20 to 6 dub. It was never in question. I love the defense. I thought the offense was more than serviceable. Lions have put up 20 points, what, 12-plus times or the longest streak in the league right now. So I feel good on both sides of the football, and we still got crazy injuries everywhere. So I think we need to just soak in this victory. I mean, uh, big old glass of Kool-Aid. Drink it in, man. Double-sided cornbread. Cornbread. And just any win in the NFL is a good win, man. So I loved it. Jameer Gibbs, 80 yards, held Atlanta's run game down. Your boy, 243, a tug. Um, St. Brown, another 100-yard game. Just loved everything about it. Great win. Needed it. Two and one. I say we get our great sponsors in here. Come back, do some shouts, and talk about Green Bay. Talk about the Packers. Talk about us going into their house trying to get to three and one. Okri, I love it. But before we do that, do, do I have do I have like 30 seconds for just a, a quick rant or should I save it for the break after the break? Because you're going to want to hear this. So I don't know. I don't know. It's up to you, man. You make the call before or after the break here on my little rant that I want to go on. I I think we'll, we'll do your rant after the shouts and then we will uh, talk all things of the Lions Packers and, and have a bunch of fun on the back half of the show for the people. I love it. Let's get our sponsors in. Thank you very much. Let's get get those uh, get those in the queue. People, listen to our sponsors, and we'll catch you after the break. Everybody, we'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, everybody. This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You could put franchise tags on guys. Uh, It's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? 
It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league, but it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Kool-Aid drinkers, we're back. We thank you for listening to those sponsors, hitting up um, the people that support the show, Reality Sports Online, Spotify, um, the great uh, ability to produce this pod, as well as I always throw out PFF All-22 Fantasy Football, my guy Bryce Johnson over at Fantasy Football Fellowship. Chops, I'm having a good fantasy football year. I know nobody wants to hear about my team, but I'm enjoying it. I'm putting up dub skis. I'm also um, doing pretty well. I got a little bit of work to do in the Kool-Aid Fantasy League. I know you got taken out by uh, the great Natalie Sparbeck this past week, but uh, having some fun with that. Uh, Before we get to your rant and this kind of big game, huge game, monster game in Green Bay, I just want to give a couple quick shouts to people. Again, we could name so many people, and it's hard to sort of get all your guys' Twitter handles or write it down. But for this week, I just wanted to shout out some people, hit up the Kool-Aid hotline. My guy C. Mill from Wisco, he's over here talking about Unleash Hutch. Hold on, I probably should have done the uh, sound drop. It's better because I I edited it in audio. Unleash Hutch. But that's what I sounded like at the tailgate, yelling it a million times. C-Mills in. I mean, gosh, we got Tuna's in, Young Santa's in. Uh, shout out to Bo DeFrisco. He's kind of back on the scene doing big things, always whooping up the show. Fun dude. Our guy Skip from the ATL. I mean, he was in enemy territory this past week, rocking a lion sweater. I think he was on the golf course, but he was repping those lions in Atlanta, trying to tell those people what's up. So many other people to name. Choppy, you got anybody you want to throw out? Do you just want to whoop up the loyal, diehard Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers? Detroit Kool-Aid select members? I mean, what are you thinking this week? Uh, Okay, so many people to thank, and and, uh, there's just so many people, man. But uh, always, for me, giving a great shout-out to at Notorious D-E-T, putting out the amazing shirts he's got, uh, the swag. Dude, if you do not have a grit shirt or a Kool-Aid cash <laughs> shirt or a St- Stone Cold Steve Austin driving the Red Wing Zamboni shirt with the uh, Notorious D-E-T logo on the back, people, if you don't have one of those yet, what are you waiting for? Get over to his site at Notorious underscore D-E-T and get some swag. I know I hit up Notorious before the uh, first game. We're going to be at the tailgate. I was like, man, you're going to be at the game. He's like, oh, man, not this one. But 
we'll have to see if like you know either the playoff game or next year whenever we uh, hit up another game uh, me and you especially that we try to see what's up with him because uh, we'd love to promote him down there at the tailgate have a bunch of fun and uh, man how many people were just dying for Kool-Aid teas and Lions gear when we were out there choppy I mean you got to go to Notorious DET on Spotify and see all the great stuff he's got out there as well as helping us with the shirts and who, who knows what might be down the pipeline here for the show and whatnot but uh, definitely want to you know rep him support him as he does this show so really appreciate everybody no doubt about it hit up that kool-aid hotline 989-272 kevin smith herman moore that's 989-272-3484 you can text in leave a voicemail whatever you want to do okri i'm having i'm having these like visions these future flash forwards of you and me and notorious det with a huge table tailgate set up <laughs> at a playoff game at ford field and i oh, don't know yeah. the cold month of january with people just buying t-shirts and ear warmers Woo! and hats and just going bananas Woo! because it's gonna happen Chops, I actually just had a miss hit on the old soundboard, but I hit the Ric Flair, woo, and then a choppy, woo, right after one another. I mean, that's 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 just made for made for you know perfect audio right there. Well, listen, you never can go wrong with Ric Flair with the uh, good old Ric Flair. Um, <laughs> you- just like you can't go wrong with the Hogan brother. <laughs> the other thing, uh, brother, brother. Is uh, you know we did the Laporta supporters. We got all these gimmicks. I mean, we we may borrow from time to time from what other people say. I may have stolen a few things from my boy Jim Rome. I mean, we we, we might we might take gimmicks here or there and call them our own. But that's that's the fun of the Kool Aid Cast. We do whatever the hell we want on the show. So Choppy, you said you had a rant. We got to talk about the uh, mozzarella sticks, the uh, goat cheese over there in Green Bay. I mean, uh, what do you got for me? Let's get into this. And the people want to hear about this ball game, which when this pod drops, will be like less than 24 hours almost from this ball game or so when people are hearing it. So we got to get into it. We got to get a dub. And uh, this is a big week for the Detroit Lions. Yeah, Okri, before we dive into the Green Bay preview, we don't have a lot of time in between. People are going to listen to this, and then we're going to jump right into the game. It's going to be fantastic. But, man, I want to riff and rant just a quick second here (laughs) about all this dang DeAndre love and regret and remorse. And, oh, my gosh, look at what he's doing. Oh, he's so good in the Eagles. He's a people. He's not a bad running back. We never thought he was a bad running back. He just could never be healthy. And by the way, the holes that the offensive line that the Eagles are opening up for him, Derek freaking Oakry could run through and get 10 yards on a carry. Okay? <laughs> Look, I don't have any problems with DeAndre Swizzle. I have no regrets of trading him for a future third-round pick. Again, I use this an example on Twitter. It's like breaking up with somebody who was not the right person for you <laughs> and then go. like going through this wonderlust of like, oh, I mean, did I make a mistake? Because you see pictures of them with their new boyfriend having a great time. Like, people, 
It didn't work out. It's over. It's over. It's over. Stop talking about it. He's in Philadelphia now. He's in a contract year. Of course he's going to ball out. He's probably going to be hurt and not healthy coming into game five or six if they keep using him the way they're using him. He's going to be down and out, and you just need to let it go. I don't want to hear about DeAndre Swizzle anymore. I love the nickname Swizzle, but I don't want to hear about him anymore. I got Jameer Gibbs, the weapon, and my boy, D. Who is ready to ball and is balling here in Detroit? So no more talk about freaking DeAndre Swizzle, please. Chops, hold on. I'll let Hogan take care of you. Hold on. Well, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> brother, like, first of all, I got Shifty Swifty in multiple deep. Deep, deep dynasty leagues. That's first and foremost. He's been doing big things for me. I appreciate that. I'm not drafting him in your eight-team office league, people out there, just in case you're listening, both before or now when he's blowing up. Second of all, Swift was always my boy, but he was made of paper mache here. Every time he went down, he hurt something. He pulled something. Something went wrong. If you look at a side-by-side of him in a Lions jersey and the size of his shoulder pads that look like the 1980s to now a slim-down shoulder pad, a guy that bounces up after every big hit, a guy that's running through cavernous holes um, created by that offensive line for Philly, a guy that is just been electric with the football. Like, I feel like people are just pointing out the obvious that he's playing really well. He has not been hurt yet, so you're seeing the best of this player, but it's been three games. I also need to correct you because people will hold me accountable. We didn't get a third-round pick for him. We got a, like a conditional fourth, I believe it was, and most people like hated that. I felt like that was incredible value, kind of like I don't know how the Dallas Cowboys gave a fourth-rounder for my guy Trey Lance. That seemed like an overpay. I feel like Philly still overpaid for Swift. We were very happy to get that draft pick. I'm not hating on him. I'm also not lifting him up as, oh, now he's a all-no-doubt Pro Bowler, incredible running back. Like, all Philly's going to do all year is just sort of divvy out these carries. So right now he's like the only healthy guy. So he's balling and, and Lions fans are balling their eyes out for no reason because we have, we got a guy and I got to correct you again. You, you, you messed it up again. He's not just a weapon. He's a positionless, multidimensional, elite weapon signed Brad Holmes so like I'm good with Gibbs you also got uh, number five's nickname wrong it's not D-Money as you say it it's Demo. just ask Dan freaking Campbell so I, I, I don't know if I love love that rant by you I saw the tweets I saw the this the that any type of relationship comparisons is always kind of a uh, just a ridiculous take by you but good good for Swift good for the Lions he's balling now wait till he's hurt we're happy with who we have all is well for everybody especially my dynasty fantasy team so I'm good with it well, I mean, it's a good thing I didn't really ask your permission to uh, use the proper <laughs> nicknames or that uh, you do or don't want it to uh, acknowledge my rant. I'm just tired of seeing every other news outlet on Twitter talk about how, you know, why we shouldn't have traded DeAndre Swift. And I'm like, OK, well, that's great. I don't agree with you at all. I like what I've got right now. And, uh, you know, that's fine. You guys want to have buyer's remorse with DeAndre <laughs> Swift? That's your business. But uh, people, we're doing just fine without him.
the rant was fine. I just had to debunk a few points and help help you out a little bit. That's kind of what I do on this show. We're all good. You, you know, I, that's, a, that's a take I expect from you. I also, I'm going to stand by my guy is that he's, uh, he got some new shoulder pads that are about half the size and he's running hard. So we like it. So Chops, let's get into this, man. My, my takeaways from three games real quick for the Lions are our offense is solid, but it's not like fully explosive yet. Because hashtag JMO fast is just getting back in the building and it says hamstring is good. So even though we're putting up 20, I feel like we still got room that we can be more explosive, more dynamic. You know, we haven't even been very creative yet. Still looking good. Um, our defense is hit or miss. Like, I feel like we were Swiss cheese, not playing so well, not getting to the quarterback. Then all of a sudden, all we do is get to the quarterback and play sticky on defense. So, you know, good at times, bad at times. Injuries have hurt us. Uh, you know, hoping to get some guys back, get get in our groove, get, get, get consistent. And uh, I feel like the players that are going to lead us week in, week out, A-R-S-B, a.k.a. I'm on very majestic. Um, we also have this guy. I don't know if you've heard of him. Number 97. Unleash Hutch. We've got your boy, Jared Goff, 16. The guy that I'm now willing to pay at quarterback. And I don't know if I mentioned on the show, Chops. I don't think I have. But I got to throw him in here because everyone loves this guy now. Even though he's my boy, Brian Branch. As well as, don't forget about our O-line. Hasn't even been healthy, but still dominating up front, pushing people around. I mean, that's how we're going to win ball games, Especially when we travel to Green Bay. Chops. Thursday night. Green Bay. Under the lights. The Lions will be wearing those white, crispy jerseys. Hopefully with the silver pants. Um, ready to do some work again in uh, absolute Cheddarville. How you feeling? How's this game going to go down? What do they people need to know? What do they need to key on without boring to death? Because we don't do that on this show. We have fun. We have takes. What do you got? Yeah, Okri, to me, this is a this is a, a critical game because we had a great game against Kansas City. We had a eh, not-so-great game against the uh, Sea Chickens uh, defensively. And then we had a phenomenal game last week. So, you know, up, down, up, down. We can't have a down week, all right? We need to go in and we need to make Jordan Love's life just miserable. We need to do just to command... The football, um, we're getting a little bit a little bit healthier. I'm hearing that Taylor Decker is going to go. I'm hearing that uh, David Montgomery, how's that, will be Mount. potentially back. Um, and so, you know, we're getting healthy. And, uh, of course, Amon Ra is going to Amon Ra. Jared Goff is going to Jared Goff. Jameer Gibbs is going to ball. And uh, But this is, the, this is an opportunity for Aaron Glenn to prove that he can put back-to-back great defensive games together against a quarterback who, in my personal opinion, ain't that great. Okay? I know he's going to have some of his weapons back. It sounds like uh, Watson's going to be in. Dobbs is back. Aaron Jones may be back. But, dude... This offense does not scare me. So go into their town, go into their field, punch them in the mouth. You're going to watch it on Prime Video, not Coach Prime. That's Amazon Prime Video on Thursday night. Take it to them and keep this upward trend going strong to take the division lead and run away with it. Chops, you mentioned it's on Prime Video. It's also local on Fox, too. You also mentioned Coach Prime, which was kind of random, but here's another random one for you. I bought myself a pair of Coach Prime gold sunglasses. I don't think they come till December, but I'm kind of excited about that. And Love it. I agree with almost everything you said. Like, I feel like this is a game the Lions are going to get some players back. Green Bay is going to get some players back. Both teams are kind of similar. 
you know, we got good players. They got good players. We don't have many, like, all-world type guys on either side of the football, um, minus a few on the Lions who are going to be gold jacket type guys. Um, this is what it comes down to for me, man. The Lions need to just be the tougher football team. Mentally tougher, physically tougher. We've we've bullied some people around. We talk about grit. We've grinded out a couple nice wins. We also came up just a little bit short against Seattle. Like you just gotta come in and impose your will on the Green Bay Packers. And, and I, how many times I gotta say it, Chops, that it's about the turnover battle. People are like, Okri, you say that every week. Well, at least I don't say the same tired, horrible takes like Rico Beard did on the pregame show. This was his take on Lions tailgate pregame. If the Lions give 25 uh, touches to Jameer Gibbs, they'll win. And just crickets for the rest of the show. He just kept repeating that over and over again. Like the dumbest, most worthless take as well as put. How about you put no effort in Rico Beard? How about you hate the Lions yet you're on my pre post and, and our afternoon sports radio here in Detroit. Absolute garbage. Everyone loved that take when I beat him up on Twitter. I, I hate to do it, but the guy deserved it. But if you win the turnover battle, I want to say it almost every week, because if you look at NFL football games, that's what it comes down to winning and losing. Do you protect the football? Do you take it away from the other team? If you do, it almost doesn't matter what else happens. You will win games if you can win that turnover battle. And I, I, you mentioned Jameer Gibbs. Like, uh, you know, everyone's freaking out about what he hasn't done or Jared Goff somehow has more rushing touchdowns than him. I mean, have you not loved what you've seen pretty much when he gets the football? He's finishing runs. He pops a few. Of course, if you run him up the middle and where all the big boys are in a cloud of dust, he ain't going to do too much. But how about you get creative and actually let him run receiver routes? That's all we heard about. I hadn't seen him out wide once. I've seen a couple dump offs to this player. That's it. Like, get him some explosives. Get him out in space. And let him go to work and uh, let our rookies and our vets and our, our squad do their thing. So you just need to play sound football, be tougher than them, and go win this game. Those are some of the keys I got, man. Yep, totally agree, Okri. Um, and again, you know, going back to Jameer Gibbs, I still think he's leading the league in miss, enforced missed tackles uh, from a running back. So, you know, I'm not worried about him at all. He's going to get his. Um, we know we got, he went toe to toe with Bijan last week and he outperformed him. So, you know, calm down everybody on the, on the whole Jared Goff, more rushing touchdowns piece. Really? Like, I can't even believe that's a take. Um, let this guy play, let him grow and he's going to be just darn fine. And, uh, you know, the other thing I wanted to say about this game is, do you remember what happened the last time we were at Lambeau Field, Oakry? Do you remember that glorious, glorious day in prime time when we were in Lambeau Field and we went around and we retired Aaron Rodgers? I was going to say Karen, but I'm going to say Aaron out of respect. I won't say it. We retired him from the Green Bay Packer jersey so he could go jet off himself to, to New York. We kept them out of the playoffs. Let's do this again. Let's go into Lambeau. Let's shut those cheddar heads up and let's have a great freaking game by our Detroit Lions. Chops, if you're going to mention smug, you, you got to give me time to hit a sound bite. It's still valid here on the show. It always will be because he's a horrible human being. You pompous, stuck up, snot nosed, giant twerp, scumbag. 
That's that's for you, smug, formerly number 12 in Green Bay, now number 8 for some team in the Big Apple that means nothing. And while you're sitting on your couch with your Achilles. And that's for all the people out there that wanted to hit me up on Twitter with these boo-hoo, oh, Aaron Rodgers, get well soon cards that nobody needs and nobody cares about. So that's first and foremost. And Chops, we are going to go do the same thing. Like, it's hard to win on the road. There's no doubt. This is no house of horrors. Like, you want to know what house of horrors is? Ford Field, baby. Like, we've got we got a top three crowd in the National Football League moving forward, regardless of, of, you know, if this team keeps rolling. Sure, if they were to hit some stumbling blocks, people aren't going to be as crazy. But if they keep winning and they keep putting out a great product, like, Ford Field will be the best home atmosphere in the league. It is not hard to go into Green Bay. Those people aren't going to be making a bunch of noise. They're not rowdy. This is a country bumpkin type crowd that we can come in and impose our will, shut them up, score early, and and win the football game. But like I said, it's not going to be easy to to win on anybody's home stadium. But this isn't one that you fear going in, especially in a night game. There's probably going to be more Lions people there again just getting after it. I mean, that's what we did last time. It was a takeover uh, of Lambeau, and I don't see why it wouldn't be that again so like you said do work go in there be excited uh listen to dan miller i mean gosh we we just need a bunch of these touchdown detroit lions we need to put up some points run them out the gym and then play decent on defense that'd be the the best way on national tv to just show up big with all our ball players and and the biggest thing i just want to say real quick about jameer gibbs like you said uh He's he's actually shown me to be a kind of a crazy, like he's only five nine, like two a little over two hundred pounds. He, he brings the lumber. He likes contact. So like that's the part I didn't know about him or didn't really have on my bingo card. But everything else I already I knew he could do. I just didn't know where he'd go or he'd go this high in the draft. But everything else going to come. And the fact that he can bounce off tackles, shake tackles, and run you over is is nice to know as well. So I got no worries about the kid. I'm not trying to look at his stats or over project. I think he's going to be just fine, as well as Jack Campbell. Oh, he's only playing this many snaps. Like, do you see the type of hustle this guy plays with? Do you see what a great guy he is on and off the field? Did you see the sack he had at the end of the first half? Do you see the fact that Revord is nothing but a damn good football player? Like, if you can't see it, you know, you need to get those Ray Charles spectacles looked at. So, um, Chops, I think we're at the prediction part of the show. I mean, you want me to go? You want to go? I got a score. I got a prediction of how this one's going down. I mean, it's a big ball game. Got to have it. Yeah, big ball game, but it, it, the the score, you know, it all comes down to me, to this. Our defense is better. Our offense is better. Our special teams is better. Our turnover ratio is better. We're going to go into Green Bay. Yeah, they've scored a couple more points than us, but we're going, we're going to beat them. We're going to beat them good, and we're going to beat them by 10 points. I'm going 21 to 31, Lions victory in Lambo. We keep the streak of 20 plus points alive with a 31 spot uh, in Green Bay, and we just take that momentum heading into Carolina, and we go for three in a row at that point. So let's get this dub this week. Go Lions. <laughs> I like it, man. That, that's bold. Like, there's sometimes I throw out these scores or I throw out a Twitter thing to hype people up. And I, when I throw out these 10 pluses, it feels crazy because, you know, again, I got to be like the guys on TV. The National Football League is a, a game where most games come down to one, three, 
you know, six points feels like a blowout in some areas. So I, I'm going to get this one a little bit tighter because I, I feel like I'd love to see us just run over them. But the Zebras have been known to do some crazy things in Lambeau for, for one of the favorite franchises of the National Football League. That's an old gimmick here on the show. Kind of like the Cowboys, the Giants. You, you know what the teams are. Um, but so I'm going to go with 28 to 24. I would like that four-point cushion because, you know, you hate it when it kind of comes down to a field goal. But if it was a field goal game, I'd love to see them either miss one or or knock it a chance or maybe even us knock a field goal in to end this ball game. But um, I'll go with a four-point win for the Lions. Um, a decent amount of points put up. They haven't been sharp enough as well as um, you just don't know if they could drop like a 35-type number on this team because I do like some of the defenders Green Bay has depending on who's up, who's healthy. But, uh, gosh, just a nice 28-24 victory, kind of like they did before, where we just play solid, and by the end of the game, we just put it on ice, either with the final drive, or we go get points, and then we hold them out and uh, walk off their field with a victory. Um, That's really not only what I'm hoping for, but kind of what I'm expecting, is by the end of this ballgame, the national media, everybody watching is going to say, damn, the Lions... uh, found another way to win they hung in there they got ballers on both sides of the field and they just went in and took green bay's cheese in their house and now they're three and one leading the division and like you said we got the panthers coming to the forward field after that who knows if they'll have their rookie quarterback they don't they don't scare me on either side of the football so how about the lions go in and get a double dip a double victory and go to Four and one when it's all said and done. But let's take care of business on Thursday first. How about that? It's going to be a glorious day, Okri. Uh, couldn't agree more. I think uh, we take care of business. Uh, you know, obviously, Dan Campbell's not going to let this team overlook this uh, this game. But, man, what an opportunity to just take a stranglehold on the division. Beat Green Bay in Green Bay. Um, then they got to come back to your house. Um, and if you win this game, I mean, look, Minnesota and Chicago are absolute dumpster fires right now. This is the only team that might push you for the division. Go into their house, smack them around, let our defense ball, let my boy Brian Branch play uh, play the game the way he likes to play. Let my boy hashtag JG16 hashtag golf train ball out. And let's just get this W, people, and it's going to be a glorious day. Then you got 10 days off to rest, to heal, and to come back and play the Panthers at home. It's big time, man. Everybody get hype. I know you Lions fans are going to show up big um, over there in GB. Um, Detroit versus everybody. Show up big. Show up with Kool-Aid, Cornbread, um, One Pride, Lions, Honolulu Blue and Silver everywhere. And, uh, yeah, Chops, we uh, we didn't have any big arguments, any dust-ups like we did in the previous week. We agreed a lot, but that's because our Lions are winning. There's a big ball game that we had to get ready for. We had a lot of fun, though, on this show. We're always trying to enjoy ourselves when we do this pod, serve up that Kool-Aid and delicious hot piping Lions cornbread for the people. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I can't wait to do this show moving forward, um, get you back on. We'll see what Logan and others are up to, but... That's what we got for this week. So everybody, 
The Detroit Lions are going to try to get this dub. They're going to get this dub. You heard our predictions here first. Um, serve up the Kool-Aid. Get excited. This football team is fun to watch. This city is excited. Everybody knows this is the biggest season in the history of the Detroit Lions. We'll be taking talking about it all season long right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. We're out. Hashtag golf train. Drink it in!